like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Let's do take two. Now I'm really mad. Okay. So, okay, guys. Okay, guys. Here's some, what happened. Some shit went down. Some shit just went down. And, and 90% Bob, of it is my fault. And Jim Bob is really bad. He's very angry. At no one but himself. Yes. That's why it's the worst. So anyway. Because it turns out maybe you're both fucking right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. All I do is hit the space bar ever since, and I don't even do it good. Ever since you got the fucking mouse, you're too good for the goddamn space, space bar. <laughs> Shit's fucking up. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm putting it out there. Constantly breaking everything, and now the show is ruined. So many shrugging shoulders. This this is all Sam. There's more performance art. More. So yes. Take two of the podcast. My head is sweating. Okay, so so angry. Here's the thing. We recorded a whole intro. It was delightful. It was really good. Yeah. It did not record. It didn't record. No. Only one of us recorded, so you'd only hear. Yeah. You only heard Vanessa. Oh. Oh, Well, that's all you needed. Oh, because your opinion was right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Guess what? It isn't. So anyway, we started the episode. Um, discussing the candy discussing war. Discussing the candy, candy war. You may have heard about it on the Twitter. Apparently, you are presented with a number of candies. Yes. Six, six candies. candies. Got a Sneakers. Got a Reese's. Got a Milky Way. Got a Kit Kat. An M.M. And Twix. Right. And we have to pick which one goes. You so we, one of them's got to go. Fucking chopping block time. One I, of them's got to go. We all immediately had an answer. Immediately had an answer. They were all different. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Wife. M&M's. Get rid of them. Not a bad choice. Me. Number one. Get the fuck rid of it. Milky Way is the worst. Oh and my then god. This is Snickers. Where... Garbage no, food. No. no god damn it. I'm still mad. No. No. It's a goddamn <laughs> granola bar. There's nuts in it. No good. So <laughs> it's not a granola bar. No good. That is awful. Nope. Stand by. That's it. fucking Nature's Valley bullshit where it turns into crumbly mess yeah, and you put no, it on top of I'd your ice cream. I'd rather have a Nature Valley bar what than a Snicker. You you continue you continue to escalate to yeah. a point that I get even more angry at you. Now I'm just doing it to make you mad. <laughs> Do you know what I really hate? Shit. Peppermint candy. Oh, yes. I do not like peppermint candy. I called it toothpaste candy. Bob lost his shit. Your peppermint patties are my favorite no, candy. Yes. No, it's, peppermint is not a it's a cleaning then, flavor. It's not an eating flavor. And then uh, Vanessa had to regale us with the story of how someone bought her a peppermint mocha to which she was like, cool, garbage. Threw it yep, right in the right garbage. In the garbage. <laughs> Don't like mint. Don't like mint. Don't I like take mint. your peppermint patties and I scrub the floor of my kitchen with them. And then Wait, I lick the floor. I, I, no, you, you don't, don't lick the floor because it tastes like toothpaste, apparently. Yeah, no, I wouldn't scrub my floor oh, with no, them. I I'd put them right in the trash. <laughs> right in the trash. Don't put. I think yeah. they're refreshing. <laughs> no, on not a fan. hot day, I think a peppermint patty is refreshing. No, on a hot day, I'll go for like a lemon something. Mm, see, one no. of those lemon candy bars you can get in your mm-hmm, local Ralph's. Mm-hmm. Like lemon Starbucks. Uh, uh, yeah, a little, a like Starburst. Little Starburst. 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 Mm. No, Starburst. Mm. Oh, also, yellow is not a flavor in Starburst. That is any, but that's gross. Oh, I like yellow. Ew, gross. You know what I don't like? I don't like red. Red tastes like cough syrup. I don't understand yeah. why people like red. I'm not a big like. I don't like. I don't the like red. the red in the I Skittles. You are yellow. literally trying to get me angry. I don't like that's the my red flavor. No, the pink, pink is the best. Pink is the uh, best. Okay, like, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yellow is second best. No, no. yellow is in the garbage. Pink, red. No. no. Yellow, pink, orange. orange. No, no. No. Pink, orange, rest in the garbage. 
All right, well, you give me all your lemon oh, Starburst. Oh, I, I, like a, I like a lemon. I'm, 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 I'm filing divorce papers. I don't, I don't know who the fuck you... I don't know who anybody is anymore. No. Two days this before really our anniversary, Bob's candy. ready just to... Two, I'm going to... Yeah, that's what I I'm not... Nine, not, not, not nine years. Nine years of just putting it in the fucking toilet. Because <laughs> you are a Starburst. Because, yeah. because of your Starburst preferences. I did not know candy I didn't know that we were on such shaky ground. So highly <laughs> debated on this podcast about ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> you know what? I don't mind mint in like a tea or like we had that mm. mint watermelon IPA no. recently no. that I love. Yeah, that was very good. So maybe I don't but mind it's the pepper it mint, in a drink. Not a mint, but it's the I addition of the pepper. I don't hate a wintergreen. Peppermint is garbage. Candy cane, get the fuck out of here. Candy cane is disgusting. What the fuck is that? They're not fun to eat either. I, Until on the shiv. I was going to say, you, you eat kid, them you into a shiv. You poke, poke somebody. With it. Yes. Poke, poke. Do you not do that? Did you not do that to David? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's the only fun. And then you throw it in I the garbage. I was like, you used to fart directly in his face. You definitely made peppermint Have I told chips. that story in the yes. podcast? Okay, yeah. Yeah, for those of you who may be new listeners, I used to run down the hallway in front of my brother's head <laughs> while he was reading Wishbone books in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Have fun reading, idiot. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Trying to enrich your mind? Here's a fart for you. You know what? <laughs> cool brother. Hashtag cool brother. You know what we're trying to do? What? Hi. <laughs> Take two. Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. I forgot that we hadn't done it this time. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. We're the Booze and Bruce podcast. We're the podcast <laughs> where we tell each other ghost stories. Drink thematically appropriate I beer. forgot what we were doing. I'm not good at second takes. And yelling about I candy. I'm one take. I'm an Osmond. I do it once and I'm done. Done. Yeah. You asked me to talk twice about candy or about dragons fucking cars. It's <laughs> not going to be going done. Down the toilet. Oh my gosh. No, this week uh, we are not talking about candy. At all, not even a person named Candy. No, which is a fucking candy shame. with a heart over the eye. None of that. No, uh, we're actually going a little deep. I know it's a little dark this week to have started yelling at each other about nougat. We <laughs> needed to. <laughs> I think we needed to like moment of brevity, levity. Yeah, brevity. Bre- bre- brief you know what? Levity. Definitely not us. Levity. We're about to make fun of murder victims. Yeah, we because are. We're doing uh, true crime uh, yeah. tie-ins, haunted murder houses. Oh, hey, yes. welcome! This is a new podcast that we're doing true crime because we heard it's very popular on it's the iTunes. It's so, so popular. popular. It's the most popular genre. But you know what? It's the most popular genre. But we're going to talk about it. But then there's also guests. Yeah. Oh, there's actual ghosts that yeah. go along with the yeah. true crime. Not just haunted yeah. true crime. Yeah. We're yeah, doing so haunted true crime. I don't do that podcast. I do. But ghosts with the side of sometimes true crime. I yeah. like it. I'm yeah. excited about it. That's so, yeah. good because you buckle up. It's probably going to be a long one. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying it. Let's get started then. So yeah, a uh, friend what is up first. About? Tuna's up first. Tuna. All right. So I'm first and I got to tell you the story. She's very excited about this of one. Of half, more than half. Of the Manson family murders. Yeah. So this is a popular topic. We got to, we really got to oh, crank yes. it up and tell people something they don't know. Here's the thing. What? There are a bajillion true crime podcasts yes. out there. Yeah. There are, are half of those have done the Manson murders yes. before. I was going to say. It's very popular. Also, just had the 50th anniversary. Chucky mm-hmm. just August. died like a year ago. Uh, yeah, so it's been very uh, in the zeitgeist again. If you will. So if you really want to know all about like Manson, what was behind don't his shit, and about the crimes <laughs> and stuff, that's not what I'm going to do. No. I do tend to know a lot more about true crime than either the two of you. So if you have questions about it as I tell you my story, feel free to ask. I will but do I'm it. not going to dive it. super deep into written form. 
into the actual crimes of it and the reasons why. It's just, it's not, it's been done a bajillion times. Listen to somebody else. <laughs> Turn yeah. this podcast off. Yeah. It's trash. Go listen to, <laughs> you must remember this. She did Charles Manson Hollywood. There's like 14 hours about it. They're all great. Yep. Listen to that. Okay. Yes. If you want to laugh your ass off, listen to Tina. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, because we did haunted houses. Yes. So I'm going to tell you about the fucking house. Yeah. Oh. Um, the house murdered 17 people with a knife. <laughs> ah. Only five. Oh. Um, oh. But knives came up out of the floor. Well, Due to the Legionnaire disease or something? The Manson murders are only eight, maybe nine. Some people say nine. The Manson family only murdered eight people. Manson only. probably never murdered anyone. So. Yeah, they make a really big deal out of only eight people. Only, yeah, only eight people. I Pinochet mean, killed ten. A, if you count the baby, <laughs> Stalin killed a lot. T- yes, if you count oh, the, the baby. Oh, oh, are people not counting the baby? No, nope. <laughs> it's not a whole person. It's yet. not it's too small. <laughs> Uh, Just in square footage, it's not a human. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Okay, so I'm going to tell you about the Manson murders, and I'm going to speak specifically about the ones that occurred on Cielo Drive, on Mm -hmm. 10050 Cielo Drive, which, of course, is the Sharon Tate wife of Roman Polanski, mm. who was famously eight and a half months pregnant when she was murdered with all of her house guests. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tell me about Sharon's taint. Oh, and because it's true crime, and yeah, apparently... I got such a look from my life. Done with you. Uh, <laughs> and you're supposed to like list references for true crime, because everyone yeah. is very upset about that. Yes. I got a lot of this from Curbed LA. Did an article Great. that I found very helpful. So all that's right. where a lot of this came from. Mm-hmm. And Wikipedia, as I am oft to take information <laughs> from. Wikipedia. Um, so the house on Cielo Drive um, was built originally in 1942. Mm. Fun art- fact: Cielo <clears throat> means heaven. Continue. It does. Yes. Yep. It was not heaven on earth. Heaven's went house. To heaven. Heaven's yeah. casa. Um, it was heaven until murder. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I just realized I need pictures from my phone, and my phone still is showing me candy bars. Um, so it was originally built in 1942 by an architect named Robert Byrd. That's B-Y-R-D. Ah. Uh, for the French actress Michelle Morgan. Eh oui. My oh, did everybody like her? Was she famous? She was very famous in France. And then, hey, it's uh, the 1940s. We should probably get out of fucking France. Not a great oh, time yeah. to be there. Um, There's so, a little person called Hitler. Yeah. So yeah. she went to guy. America to try to be an American actress and to leave the Nazis. Okay. Um, she was not very successful in America. She didn't stay here very long. But while she was here, she bought a plot of land and built a house. Okay. Um, she was not able to Bridget Bardot or whatever? No. Okay. She was not. Um, Her accent so, was probably too thick. <laughs> she sounded a lot like this. Um, I wouldn't see that movie. <laughs> no good. There's no good. Um, so the house is built on a lot that is 3.3 acres. Um, it's above Benedict Canyon. So it's sort of on, if you live in LA, it's sort of on the hill that separates sort of Beverly Hills from the valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I drive it frequently. It's also very unique because it's on a private drive. So it's And it's on a cul-de-sac that ends in this private drive. So it's very secluded. Mm-hmm. It also has views of the entire Los Angeles basin. basin. So you Ooh. can see everything from downtown out to the beach. It's a huge plot of land that is relatively flat which is unusual in our hills yes mm-hmm. so it's like a great piece of land she got a great deal on she, it yeah she, she showed a little did. leg showed a little leg got the realtor all hot and bothered um so the, some wine. So i sell it to you for a nickel mr bird built a house that uh was a main house and a guest cottage and the house was um three thousand two hundred square feet Jeez, and the guest cottage was two thousand square feet wow. so they're actually not that big both of them were only two bedrooms um, I think it's bigger than our apartment. But it's, I know, like, bigger it's a two-bedroom, and it's yeah. three times the size of my fucking apartment. Yeah. yeah. But it's not, I mean, 
for a mansion in Los Angeles. Correct. That is not oh, large. yeah, that's a fair point. Um, for a house. And it was it? built to invoke the French countryside. So it's oh, for this French actress. Uh, we, um, oh, and it includes it. all of these like acres of manicured lawns, which include a wishing well, a pool, and a, quote, enchanted woodland garden. Ooh, are there nymphs? Are there elves? Pixies? 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 There's Myrdar. <laughs> oh, that's Murder elves. Oh, finally. <laughs> Stuff of my nightmares. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she she lived there for a while. She was really happy there, but she just didn't want to stay in America. So she left. It was bomb- Went back to France, was bombed. <laughs> Died. Got Oops. bombed. Well, it was 45. Oh, okay. It was over. Yeah. So in 45, she sold it to someone else who then um, rented it out to a bunch of famouses. Um, including uh, Lillian Gish lived there for a while and if you don't know who Lillian Gish is she's like an an actress from the early days of cinema she was also like a writer director producer she's one Mm -hmm. of the first women who like actually made movies yeah and she's fucking badass so you should Google her. Yeah, great um, Smashing Pumpkins record. So later, we're going to get to that stuff later. So uh, Gish wrote an autobiography, and she talked about her time when she lived on the house in Cielo Drive, and she said, I was perfectly happy there. The air was clear and sweet. The view was gorgeous. I read. I rested. I took care of myself. Um, pretty much everyone who's ever lived there is just like, this is a great place to live. It's a great piece of land. It's a great house. Was. Um, it's, it's, be- yeah, it's beautiful delightful. fancy house. Delightful. Was. Yeah. Um, so then it was bought again by different people. It kept being bought by different like investors who were just ah. renting it out to a bunch of famouses. Yeah. Um, lots of names you would recognize over the years for sure, including um, Cary Grant when he married. Never heard of him. I think it's Diane Cannon. D-Y-A-N. Diane. Yeah, I think it's um, Diane Cannon. Diane she, the Cannon. Yeah, yeah. When they married, they actually did their honeymoon there. So oh. they lived there for a couple months, like had their little honeymoon there in 65. Um, but then um, pr- after that, in 66, the house was uh, like bought by a different person who then rented it out to Terry Melcher. And Terry Melcher is a record producer. He's also the son of Doris Day. Ah. Oh, okay. Um, and he's a very well-known record producer. He's most well-known for all the work he did with the Birds and with the Beach Boys. He was great friends with Dennis Wilson, troublesome oh. young man, yeah. who was also friends with a more troublesome young man named Charles Manson. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So that yeah. that's the... Up-and-coming singer is my understanding. Uh, he was no, loved, to, to, loved to play the guitar. He did he love to play. He had convinced himself that he was promised a record contract and somehow that was Terry Melcher's job to get it for him. Sure. Um, so he was uh, convinced that Terry Melcher was like keeping him from being, he, his goal was to be more famous than the Beatles. He was like, I'm going to be a better musician than the Beatles. Uh, you know, obviously. He's, oh. he's definitely got a level of fame on par with the Beatles. Sure. For different you know, reasons. Sure. If the, think about the world that we'd be living in if they just given him the goddamn record deal. Like, who cares? Mm. Put out a couple of mediocre albums, nobody will listen to him. Killed a lot more black people, I bet. It wouldn't have been good. Ooh, that's great. Gr- okay. Good. He's a very racist. Um, I didn't know any of yeah, this. Yeah. That's that's his whole fucking thing. He's trying to incite a race war. He's trying to get the yes. blacks to kill all the whites. whites. And he's going to hide with his people. And then once there's only the blacks left, he's going to come out. And he's going to control savior? the blacks because he's so much smarter than them. On account of his whiteness. Yes. Oh, boy. Is it this really about what a is... secret cave. is based on Scientology. I'm not making this up. This is all very true. He this, was... is, this is what he was trying to do. He was what crazy. What the fuck? He's, he's crazy. I'm glad I don't listen to True Crime Podcast because I'm having my head twisted around. It's incredible. Okay, so Terry Melcher lives in this house from 66 to 68, Mm -hmm. and he lives there with his longtime girlfriend, Candace Bergen. Oh! Uh, Yes, that Candace Bergen. Murphy Brown. Yep. Yeah. Um, So they lived there together, then they eventually broke up. They moved out of the house. He went back to his mom's, like, mansion (laughs) in fucking Santa Monica. Doris Day's house. Hey, mom, can I come back home? What a shame. 
Yeah. yeah go to the other mansion now. It's uh, not in the hills, though. It's, it's not the same. It's not the stupid. beach. It's like better. Fine. It smells um, like fish sometimes. It's stupid. So <laughs> later in her autobiography, um, Candace Bergen talks about her time living at the house since Yellow mm-hmm. Drive. So she said... Do a Candace Bergen voice. Nope. At t- <laughs> what the fuck? No. I don't think I don't know Candace Bergen well enough to do a Candace Bergen voice. I think she's Bergen got a voice. slightly lower voice. Like it's do a lower, lower voice. At Terry's house on Yellow Drive, I fell at home, surrounded is by tall deaf? pine trees like, is she and deaf? cherry blossoms. <laughs> the rose-covered rail fences and cool mountain pool grown over with flowers. It snuggled up against the hillside, a gingerbread hideout that hung high above the city. There were stone fireplaces... <laughs> Beam ceilings, paned windows, a hayloft, an attic, and four poster beds. You week, made her like a f- this week on a very special <laughs> Murphy Brown. Like, yeah, no, where I she think like she had a hand injury. I think this is just a spot on impersonation, and I'm sticking with it. Is that just like her? there was a cartoon? <laughs> there was a cartoon-like perfection about it. Yep. You waited to find Bambi drinking from the pool. <laughs> I didn't know if she had a speech impediment. <laughs> or Thumper dozing amongst the flowers to hear the dwarves whistling home at the end of a day. It was a fairy tale place, that house on the hill, a never never land far from the real world where nothing could ever go wrong. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Something went, went horribly wrong. wrong. Um, I'm so sorry, Candace Burton. <laughs> If you're, I'm sure you're listening. I made a choice and I stuck with it. Yeah, yep. that's good acting. Um, so they moved out in uh, late 68. And then in February of 69. Nice. Uh, Polish. Yeah, nice. nice. Uh, Polish filmmaker Roman Polanski. Also, I was like, no why child did I fucker. call him Polish? And Polish. I was like, because he was Polish. Polish Polanski. Polanski. Polish Polanski. <laughs> Known child fucker. <clears throat> Not yet. This um, is the, in his pre-fucking years. This is pre-child fuckery. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> to my knowledge. PC. Yeah. I feel Who like knows? you don't, don't just know. start fucking thirteen-year-olds. You know what? The, well, you know, the just... murder of your deeply pregnant wife might drive you to that. Well, what was he gonna fuck his child? And then he was like, "Oh, the child you know I was gonna fuck." We'll never know. It's true. Um, I'd gone forty years without <laughs> fucking a child. Nah. I don't anyway. know why I do. I, I was a, a good Julia Polanski. Child voice. That was as good a Polanski as my Candace Bergen. Hello, my name is Roman Polanski, and I never fucked a child until I did. Until I did. <laughs> until I did. <laughs> That's not a shirt. Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, so Polanski and Sharon Tate, his new bride, yep, uh, pregnant. Uh, she's already pregnant at the time that they move in. They move in and they call it their quote love house. Aww. Aww. The house where they're just there and they're just being in love. And then uh, at some point in the early summer, Roman goes off to Britain, I think, somewhere in Europe. Somewhere over there, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, to work on a movie. And she's over there, Sharon Tate's over there with him for a large chunk of the time, but then she comes back in late July um, because she's really really pregnant and Mm -hmm. she's like I'm gonna go home she's home for a couple weeks without him and he's gonna come before the baby comes but Mm -hmm. he's not home yet so she's there and he is not and she is has house guests of her good friend probably still lover but like boyfriend um, Jay Sebring actual father of the child I'm (laughs) sure Uh, we're never gonna know I mean you could dig that baby up Um, just saying (laughs) 
Nope. Get a DNA. Get a DNA <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, so Jay Sebring is there along with one of Polanski's friends from back in Poland whose name I believe is Wojciech Frykowski. That sounds like a sounds a lot. A lot of it's a lot of a Polish. lot of articles call him Wojtek, like V O Y T E C H, but mm. his name is like W O J C. That's very Something. Polish. It's very Polish, yeah. but I believe it's pronounced Woj. Because Woj, because W O J, I think is a Woj, like Woj. But the V Ms. and Wojcik, W's are Wojcik, yeah. yeah, like yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so my he, limited Polish. Yeah. yeah, he's staying there along with his girlfriend Abigail Folger, mm. heir to the Folger's, Folger's coffee yes. fortune. Um, who huh. would have been the most famous person to be murdered in this murder spree if it was not for Sharon Tate. Um, she's also a fucking fascinating person. I learned about her recently this the week. The Folger lady? The Folger lady, yeah. Really? She was about to break up with her boyfriend. That's why he's sleeping on the couch and not in the bedroom with her. Because they had a huge fight. He's spending all of her money. She's... Um, she spends all of her time as a social worker in like oh, the wow. inner city. So she, she was did a good in Manhattan person. and then she did in LA when she really? moved out to LA. She was a really good person. And she had a long conversation with her mother and her mother bought her a plane ticket home to San Francisco that she was flying home the next oh, day. Oh, man. Said she was viciously murdered. Um, fascinating woman. Spoiler alert. Um, not portrayed very well in that terrible Hillary Duff movie oh. I watched and was texting podcast mom about yesterday. God, we need to it's watch this. It's so bad. Do not watch it. It's so bad. But I will give you a little taste, which is Hillary Duff's Sharon Tate voice. Yeah. Which is like a mix between Marilyn Monroe and a sex robot. Yeah. So she's like, I don't know what's happening. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you think we are slaves to our destiny? Jesus. There's a plan. I don't know. I want to see. This I movie. don't know. Yeah, it's no. very so bad. Badly it's right very now. bad. It's on <laughs> Amazon Prime. It's we not can watch good. it. Uh, the Haunting of Sharon Tate. Sure. Yep. Uh, do, do the not Haunting re- of Sharon's Taint. Yeah. Do not recommend. That would be a better movie. We'd yeah. rather watch that. Yeah. You um, see that one on uh, porn. <laughs> anyway, so the four of them, <laughs> the four of them are staying at the main house. Um, and then there is a uh, young man named, where is he? Stephen Parent who is an 18-year-old kid. Ugh. He'd come to borrow something from the groundskeeper who was living in the guest cottage, but oh. is actually like around a corner and not visible from the main house. Hey, man, so the groundskeeper was at his house the entire fucking time. Oh, wow. And the they Manson didn't family know. didn't find him. And then he just woke up in the morning. And everyone was dead. <laughs> the, uh, the housekeeper found them, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so this kid was coming to borrow something from him and he was literally leaving the house. He was dry- driving down the driveway when he comes across the Manson family. So it was four members of the Manson family. This is um, August 8th, 1969. So again, nice. we just had the nice. 50 year anniversary. Nice. So four members of the Manson family came in and they murdered all five people that they could find. They were sent by Charles Manson who told them to quote, go to that place where Melcher used to live. So lots of true crime podcasts say like he went because he's mad at Terry Melcher. He knows Terry Melcher doesn't live there anymore. Yeah. He just knows it's a big fancy house where rich people live. Yeah. He's like, go murder the people in that house. Oh, wow. Um, does not know who's, who's there. Who's there. Yeah. Did, he, did he say why? He's like, go go murder the people in that house. He's trying to start a, a race, race war. war. There were a lot because of bla- they, black people? No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. the black to be, people oh. are not smart enough to start it themselves. So he's going to murder a bunch of fancy white people. Did he send them in and, blackface? And then con- no, 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 no. He's going to murder them all. And then leave messages to make it look to like a black person. It was the Black it. Panthers that did it. Yeah. And that was a super st- bright guy. And, and, no. then, and then the race wars will start. Yes. This is what he's trying to do. Okay. Also, all based on Helter Skelter, the Beatles song, yep. which they misspelled at the crime scene, yep. Heel Tar instead of Helter. Not Heel Tar. 
When I get to the these bottom, I go readers. back uh, yeah, to the Yeah, I mean, these 17-year-old the sex slaves that he had got into his family, not the most learned. Yep. Shocking. Bad times um, at El Royale. That's a Manson-esque kind of guy. Continue. Yeah. So the four oh, people... Oh, shit, I want to watch that movie again right now. <laughs> so, uh, so they were told to go up to where Melcher used to live and, quote, totally destroy everyone in it, make it look super gruesome. Like, they oh, were told boy. to make it as violent as possible. Be gross, dude. Oh, gross. they did. They succeeded. Um. So the four people he sent were his, like, second-in-command... Uh, a guy named Tex Watson who was in contra- charge of Name all of the women. Tex Watson. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Tex Watson. Hey, spell Hilter Skelter on the wall. It's me, Tex. Hilter. 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 Hilter Skelter. It sounds like how a Texas boy might say yep, it. Yep, yep. Um, and then young <laughs> Susan. Bob scooby doo it. Young yep. Susan. I thought scooby doo this mystery. Let's go. <laughs> uh, no, we know who did it. It was uh, Tex Watson. <laughs> yeah, but who wrote it? Uh, Susan Atkins. There we go. Uh, She's still in jail. Uh, the one who misspelled Hilter, I think, think is uh the a one moron. who only did the la bianca house was not at uh, this house hmm. uh linda capazian who didn't murder anyone and She's still in jail uh, though patricia Winkle. they're also they're all in jail they're Good. gonna die there this is great news they're um, all in jail um they're not in jail actually uh-oh <laughs> that's not true um wheels of justice i think capazian kasabian like turned against the other ones and went into oh. witness protection she never did any jail time because she oh, didn't okay. kill anyone oh smarty pants um i think she is either her atkins one of the two women she was the one not who, krenwinkle krenwinkle murdered people she's still in prison i think atkins is the one that they're trying to get on parole and they keep saying no i think that's I think that, krenwinkle there's no. also a documentary about okay. her it's like 25 minutes long it's pretty good okay um anyway. it makes you feel bad for her and she's a murderer hmm. um oh, so anyway. kasabian is the one that actually has read a book in this group and she didn't kill anybody and she no she was scaled yeah she was yeah. scaled to murder probably good yeah okay yeah um she's at least a normal functioning human being so the murder is horrendous as charlie told them to do so stephen parent um was attacked in his car he like put up his hands to defend himself they sliced his hands open and cut like a lot of the tendons his arm his wrist and then they shot him four times then they moved his car back down the driveway to keep it out of sight then they crawled up to the house they found an open window they cut a screen they climbed inside they found uh voicek yep watchek on the couch they kicked him in the head and then they were like go get everyone else in the house they brought oh everyone else in the house into the living room and proceeded to murder all four all of them, them. yucko um so Wojciech was uh, four and a half of them he was like he was like kicked in the head like got a head injury um tied up he escaped he like ran for a while they stabbed him in the legs a bunch oh, God. and then he got up and got away again they like cr- hit him so hard with the gun they like almost crushed him skull and then they stabbed him a bunch again um and oh. then they shot him oh wow um they so that, that killed him yeah yeah he's, he's dead he, now. i think it's the 51 stab wounds that killed the him. 51 stabbings the 51 that did it one stabbings mm. um then no. abigail folger was stabbed 28 times Jesus. uh jc bring and sharon tate were both hung around the neck connected to each other on the same rope over one of those beautiful exposed uh, beams um, and I guess I, I admire the commitment. It takes a lot to work and, and you know, stick to itiveness to stab yeah. somebody 51 times. 51 you know? times is a lot of stabbing. So it's a lot. Um, that, your arm's going to get tired after 20. Yeah. yeah. So Jay Shebring was being hung. He was shot. And then they realized he wasn't dead. So then they stabbed him a bunch of times until he died. Oh, good. Yeah. And they like <laughs> punched him in the face. They like broke his eye socket in his nose. Like he was not a good day for him. Um, and then the <laughs> last day for no, him. No. And then the yeah, last who murdered was Sharon Tate, who begged for the life of her unborn child. Yeah. 
Uh, they mm. did not care. No. And they stabbed her 16 times. The coroner said uh, there were four that would have been fatal all on their own. Oh. So 16 was kind of a you lot. Were overkill. So it was overkill. Yeah. yeah. And then about 20 minutes after she died, her unborn child, <clears throat> who she was going to name Paul, died. Oh, mm. Paul. Poor a beetle baby name yeah. had to die. Helter Skelter. Um, so then... Uh, Who's the singer of Helter Skelter? <laughs> Paul McCartney. That's fucking right. I brought smoke. Scooby, I brought smoke. Scooby Dude. Scooby Dude. <laughs> Paul McCartney's actually the father of Sharon ah. Tate's child. So then Atkins or... Paul McCartney, yeah, uh, takes uh, Sharon Tate's blood and writes "pig" on the front door, yeah, which was a whole thing of theirs. Apparently, it's a Beatles reference. I'm not a Beatles person. They have enough. a song called uh, "Piggy Blue," no, or something. But it's they supposed, do have a pig song. It's supposed to help the blacks rise up. It's supposed to make everyone think the blacks have done the killings. Don't know how that works out. They, Again, the, I don't did, live in the mind of Charles Manson. I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah did they refer good. to the cops as pigs back then? Maybe. Was that so a then, thing the, in a funny little twist. Uh, oh, tell, funny. Yes, tell me what's funny tell about me, this. Yes, I will. So uh, Life magazine published an article that included pictures of Polanski at the house that were taken days after the murders. Like pretty much as soon as Polanski comes home, including him in front of the door that has pig written in his dead wife's blood. Oh, um, so they Is pop- it, was that the funny part? Yeah, we're, we're gonna get to it. Okay, because I'm not laughing <laughs> I'm yet. So the owner of the house, the guy who owns the house at this point, his name oh. is like Alto Belli, Mr. Alto Belli. Uh, he, you gotta say it with pizza. Alto Belli. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, he or sees, Mr. Tall Tummies. He sees this article and then he decides he's going to sue Life Magazine and Roman Polanski for uh, for negatively impacting the value of the house oh, by showing it you, as the scene of this horrific murder. <laughs> That's the ama- he's an American thing. Yeah, he's you know like, this is gonna hurt my resale value. Fuck yeah. you. So then he and then Polanski left, but he like, couldn't rent out the house. So then he tried to go after Polanski for back rent as oh well. My oh my god! And you know, I did a lot of that- I did a lot of updating. Got rid of the knob and tube, but redid the kitchen. <laughs> I got rid and of the with the blood all over the walls. Well, see, he was very upset about that because then after he sued Life Magazine and Roman Polanski, sure. he win. sued the parents of Sharon Tate for quote damages occurred that occurred to the house during. <gasps> The what a garbage person! Yep. Did did he get any money? He did. Stop. No shit. Yeah, he sued, and then I guess the Tate sent back like a snarky letter, I and then f- he sued for like a bunch of shit. He sued for like a million dollars for like being mean to me, and the judge gave him like four grand or something to for like the damages that were done to the house while Sharon Tate was living there and murdered in it. Wow, That's America, an, you guys. Yeah, we yep. gotta talk about this. Wow. Yep. Jeepers, creepers. Uh, and then he had to move in and live in that house until 88 because he couldn't rent it or sell it. Uh-huh. I hope he died in like a horrible way. No, he said he really likes living in the house. He was like, it actually worked out for me. He got $4,000. Oh, I got, I got, I got, I got the free money. Big, I got to live in a free I got to live in my big fancy murder house. <laughs> the $4,000 really cleaned up the, the blood. Yeah, I got to put a new shag carpet. It's the, the 70s now. And oh, I also okay. have a roommate. So they're all a ghost. Pizza. Yum, yum, yum. Pasta. They eat my pasta. It's a delicious. We eat a family style. <laughs> it's like a book and a beppo yes, of ghosts. I always have a book and a beppo. <laughs> it's in like Haunted Mansion where they have that party. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Um, so then the house changed. So it sold. He finally sold it in like 88 for like not. It keeps going on the market and coming off. It can never sell uh, for as much ghosts? as they think it's worth because... Murder. Murder, Murder, yeah. Um, and then so it sells to other people and investors and it changes hands and the whole time uh, they're just renting it out to famouses because it's this giant, beautiful house. Yeah. Not giant, but it's a big, beautiful it's a big house, house on a lot of space in the Hollywood Hills. In the Beverly Hills Hills. 
1992, Trent Reznor of oh, the rock Nine and roll Nails. band Nine Inch Nails yeah. uh, moved into the house. He wants to feel you from the inside. Sure. He claimed he did not know that the house was the murder house until he got in. And then he was like, oh, fuck, this is the murder house. Oh. Um, he took the living room which is the room where the murders occurred, yeah. turned it into a home recording studio, which he called Pig Studios. Trent! Yep. Trent. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. He recorded uh, the album Downward Spiral there, yeah. which includes the songs March of the Pigs sure. and Picky. Sure. Yep. He also rented out this, uh, he like loaned he out the space to his good friend Marilyn Manson, I've never heard of him. Who recorded parts of Portrait of This American Family also at Pig Studios on the soaking into the floorboards blood of Sharon Tate. I, I don't um, know. You know what? That's pretty rock and roll. I'm, I'm pretty into it. <laughs> uh, so he then later... Um, Trent Reznor? Yes, Trent Reznor. Oh, okay, you got her. Sorry, Trent Reznor then later uh, decided that it was not a good idea for him to be there, and he felt bad about it. So in an interview oh, with Rolling Stone, finally. he talks about how he was working on Downward Spiral, and he ran into uh, Sharon Tate's sister, younger uh. sister. Um, and she said, are you exploiting my sister's death by living in her house? And for the first time, the whole thing just kind of slapped me in the face. I said, no, it's just sort of my own interest in American folklore. I'm in this place that has a weird history. Weird? Weird, weird choice of words. Eh, I wouldn't have called I guess that. it never really struck me before, but then it did. She lost her sister from senseless, ignorant s- situation, and I don't want to support that. Cool. All right. Um, Maybe we should have named her studio When she talked studio. to me, I realized for the first time, what if this was my sister? And then I thought... Fuck that, Charlie Manson. I don't want to be, I don't yeah. want to be looked at as the guy who supports serial killer bullshit. Okay. Uh, I went home and cried that night. It made me see there's another side to things, you know. It's one thing to go around dick swinging, acting all like it doesn't matter. But when you understand there are repercussions. Yeah, Trent. Um, that's what sobered me up. So he decided to move out of the house. Uh, but apparently not sobered up that much because he took the front door, which again... What one point was written in Sharon Tate's blood. He took it and he put it on the recording studio that he owned in New Orleans called like Nothing Studios. <sighs> and it was the front door of that studio for a long time until he moved out of that studio. Someone else bought and leveled the building, but apparently that owner kept the door and has it still. Oh my God. <sighs> um, oh, people. So Trent Reznor was actually the last person to live in the house on Cielo Drive because oh. after he moved out, uh, a new person bought it and said, you know what? No this one's is not going to work here. out and just levels it. Oh, the, the house is gone. Down. Yep. Hmm. Uh, he, he tore the whole house down and he petitioned the city to change the address. So it is now a different address. Oh, wow. Um, so they said... You know what? I support it. Yeah, yeah. He said, there's no house, no dirt, no blade of grass even remotely connected to Sharon Tate left. Wow. He just wanted a fucking clean slate. I get it. Yeah. Yep. So then... Uh, you know, like a bunch of weirdos walking up your front yard yeah, trying and, to take pictures of the house. And were. Because it's a private drive. Yeah. But you can go up Cielo to the edge of the drive yeah. where there's a gate and people were doing it all the time. To this day there's still murder tours that go up there yeah it's like um, that poor dude that owns a goonies house he's yeah, like hey yeah. man this is my house so it's not the goondocks so they started well, i don't give a fuck <laughs> they started building a new house um it was finished in 97 they call it via bella pretty view yeah um it is was a mediterranean style mansion that was 18,000 square feet it's a little bit bigger a little That's bit a little bigger obnoxious. so remember the original house was 3,000 was 3,000 and was two bedroom two bath the new one is nine bedrooms 13 bathrooms a screening room and a wine cellar 
Jesus. Um, then it didn't sell. California, you guys. It, it didn't sell it. for a long ass time oh, because oh, nobody really? wanted it because apparently it was very weirdly designed. <sighs> and then one day, a TV producer, Jeff Franklin, yes, that Jeff Franklin, the guy who created Full House, oh. was shopping for a new house. He said, this is he it. He said, my old house is too full. Got to get, <laughs> a, new Gotta get a new one. <laughs> so he went and he said, this is an amazing land, a plot of land. This is great. So he bought the house leveled it built a whole new fucking house Jeez. and he lives there now okay wow um so now it is uh asian inspired apparently. oh nice um and it includes a graceful vocabulary of columns and arches with the uh, volutes and finials oh, sure. a doomed tile a doomed doomed a doomed, <laughs> a, doomed, a domed tile entry tower 15-car underground garage, six bars, five aquariums, two tropical-themed swimming pools, one with a 30-foot-tall water slide, and a museum devoted to Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh, you that's where the Elvis Museum As is. As you do. <laughs> if you have this much money, yeah. can you just give some to me? No. I don't think so, Instead buddy. of making really stupid house yeah, choices? The rich no, I need another 100,000-gallon uh, aquarium uh, in the back room. Need, Peanut butter banana sandwiches. Tall. What a slide. Yeah. I need a the peanut butter banana sandwich. I need a peanut butter fried banana sandwich. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it has a large kitchen. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. So he's got still, a Viking stove or a wolf. <laughs> so he still lives there now. He seems very happy there. He does not seem to have any trouble with ghosts. Great. Good. However, However the neighbors tell a different story. Ooh. So now we move right down the street to the house next door, which is currently owned by David Oman. Um, it's called the Oman House. It is very popular. Um, he made a movie about it. He does ghost tours there. Okay. He, the ghosts just moved next Twitter. door? Apparently, the ghosts were like, because they were trying to leave the house. They were trying to get help. Like, two of them They're were trying actually to leave killed the outside. outside yes. and go to the two Oman of them house? were actually killed outside the house, like running to oh, get I see. help. Yeah. Because the Manson family cut the power and the phone lines. Oh, uh, yeah. So they were, trying to re- they were trying to go get help. So apparently, they are still trying. So their oh. ghosts just ran right down the street and are trying to get help from them. Oh, so uh, Mr. Oman and his dad bought the lot for super cheap. They bought it like not all that long ago, maybe 20 years ago for like 40 grand. Whoa. Which is insane. That's insane. Yeah. A lot of land up in fucking Benedict Canyon. For yeah. real. Um, it's about 150 feet away from uh, the entrance to the house on Cielo Drive. Um, they said that the haunting started as soon as construction work started. Ooh, and bet. the construction workers complained of hearing voices and then footsteps on the like unfinished floors in empty rooms oh. as they were building it. Oh God. Um, so much so that they like brought it up to the Oman family. Um, there, and then when, once David moves in, he said he was like one of his first nights in the house, he's having a housewarming party and someone keeps knocking on the front door and he goes to answer the door and there's no, no one, one there. there. Yeah. And it's like hours before any guests should arrive, but someone keeps knocking on that fucking door. Jeez. And then Can you hear me the, knocking? And then at the party, someone's in the kitchen, um, like getting something, doing the dishes, like looking out the window. And it's one of those houses on stilts because it's on the side of the mountain. Gotcha. Oh, right, right, And they right. say they see, uh, like just quickly, the shadow of someone walking by the kitchen window that kitchen window is like 20 feet in the air because it's off the side of a fucking cliff, cliff. so there's no one walking by unless you can float yeah and then the party Ghost sort of float. the the party sort of wound down when goes to float goes to float so does hope um Flaps. so uh they were 
uh, they were all hanging out in the living room and then they hear this crash from the kitchen. And it sounds as if someone has taken a wine glass and thrown it against the wall in the kitchen and they mm-hmm. go in, they find a shattered wine glass, there's no one in the kitchen. Oh. And they're like, all right, let's shut this party down. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey this was fun, no longer fun. Yeah. yeah, so then pretty much right after he moved in, he saw he moved his out. first like full body, He no, he's super into the ghostiness. Um, he saw his first full body apparition. He woke up at night and he saw the like figure of a man standing over his bed pointing up towards where the driveway to the old house in Seattle would have been. Um, And he's like, that's so weird. I wonder what that is. He wonders if it's connected to the Manson family murder. So he starts to do some research. He reaches out to the LAPD to be like, did anything trickle over into this lot that was from that lot? And the police were like, no. But as he was like looking through all of this information, he sees a photo of Jay Sebring for the first time. And he's like, that's the dude. That's the dude who's up in my bed. That's him. Um, Jay Sebring's like, hey. He's like pointing. Hey, <laughs> that way. They knocked my house down. Um, so he hey. says they often hear like disembodied voices or like raspy, struggling breathing. breathing. Oh. Um, As if you're being hanged or He's invited stabbed. a lot of psychics over to the house. One of them claimed to see uh, a blonde woman. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she was just like, I see a blonde woman. She needs help. And then everyone in the room heard this blood curdling scream. Oh, God. <laughs> but no one but the psychic saw the apparition. Yeah. Um, there's also some claims and like now it's a very famous murder site because yeah. now he's he's been very open about the fact that his house is haunted by these murder victims so there's people who claim that they see the naked body of a blonde pregnant woman walking down the street or like running down the street um, which, but it's just the weird hippie neighbors well yeah. and it's a common misconception that Sharon Tate was killed in the nude she wasn't she was in like like a oh. bra and panties it was oh. very very warm she's very deeply pregnant yeah. mm-hmm. and she was asleep it was like yeah. two in the morning yeah so she was like sleeping in like a uh, yeah. like a bra and panty set. Yeah, everything says like bikini style nightwear, and I'm like, she's just sleeping in underpants. She's yeah, it just it sounds like lady underpants. Yeah, but she's not nude. But yeah. people claim to see her nude. I think because if you look at the crime scene photos, which you can and I don't recommend, I'm good. Um, she looks nude from the way that her body is laying. Gotcha. Um, so that doesn't that doesn't feel like super real to me. There's lots of pictures with like orbs or like the weird static interference Dunk stuff. Out. Sure, classic um, stuff. Yeah. So. And he he does lots of we ghost We debunked tours. it as a bunch of bugs because yeah, of the rod shape. Ba- Bagginses has been there. I'm course. sure he um, has. I didn't even look into it because I just didn't. I was like, I've done a lot of Bagginses lately. Was too much. I was too much of them. Don't I, worry. I couldn't. I, I had, had to have Yeah, I heard it. you were doing it I, yesterday. Yeah, Bob heard it yesterday. Um, so, but at one point he was doing ghost tours. Uh, Lindsay Lowen came to do a ghost tour at his house. Jesus. And she was doing the tour. <laughs> Hammered. And nothing showed up. And she told him, like, make them show up. <laughs> and he's like, doesn't work doesn't that work way. Doesn't work that way. And Lindsay Lohan that, got make mad. The, make the ghost come back. <laughs> it's me, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> um, so people will say like, okay, so you saw JC bring and like people have seen blonde women, but like how do you know that Sharon Tate is still there? Like maybe she's moved on. Maybe yep. she's at peace. And he tells a story about like one time he was at a dinner party and he had a bunch of people over and there was like a weird lull in the conversation and everyone at the table very clearly heard a female voice say, it's Sharon. I want you to know we're still here. Oh. Okay. They're just hanging out. They just oh. moved down the street. They just moved, they just yeah. moved right down the street because they didn't want to bother the nice. guy from Full House. They're like, your Elvis museum that, bothers me. I wonder yeah. if I was they, never an Elvis fan. I was yeah. a Beatles guy. I wonder if they moved when they tore the house down in 94. Yeah. I know? wouldn't be surprised because like, um, they were like, now that, everything from there is gone. Yeah. We need help. Let's move to the next place where there's help. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
and that's just where they went <laughs> so they're still there you can go uh, you can go on murder tours in Los Angeles that will take you up and around where the house used to be you can uh, buy uh, Mr. Oman does uh, like ghost adventure type encounters at his house fairly regularly cool oh. like OC uh, touring companies and stuff that's pretty cool um, yeah so if you have any interest you can totally go they seem to be about 85 bucks which okay. is why I've never done them because yeah, a lot of money. Well, money but not that bad I'll seem to do a barbecue too so hey <gasps> oh hey hey man hey let's get hey, some food and get ghost. some brisket yeah yeah. Brisket with a side um, of dead baby. But so that <laughs> brisket with a side of dead baby. Dead unborn baby. Dead unborn baby. That's right. Yeah, so I guess maybe he murdered 10 people. Yeah. Or had 10 people murdered. Yes. Which brings me to my beer. Yes. So the, I chose, uh, it seems to be called California Dreamin'. Um, it's from <laughs> Mickler. Um, and it's because these Manson murders, these and then the murders at the LaBianca house the next night, were sort of what ended that fucking 60s summer of love. Yeah, that and was... brought about the darkness of the 70s. It because, was like full stop. Yeah, pretty much. This is what ended it all. And the, life sucks. Uh, Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski were good friends with the Mamas and the Papas. Ah. There you um, go. They are Love dancing it. together at the uh, Playboy Mansion in that uh, Quentin oh. Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Fan. Which I do recommend Tans. much better than that Hilary Duff movie. <laughs> Go see that instead. Um, but this is a Pilsner style beer brewed with ale yeast. It's, it's yummy. 5.8%. It's really good. It tastes like beer. It's a I beer thought, flavored yeah, it's a, beer. It's a, it's a good beer flavored beer. It's really good flavored beer flavored beer. Yeah. It's a little Pilsner ex- style beer. It's a little expensive. Yeah. McKellar. Um, well, it's McKellar. I mean, they're kind of, that's how yeah, that shit like is. Yeah, like that can was four bucks. Jesus. Yeah, so it's a little on the pricey side, but the sticker's really cute. Good. It's really good to drink on a very hot California like night today before yeah. you're murdered. It's fucking hot. <laughs> so it's hey, 90 you're degrees. Murdered. Boy, do I have a beer for you. Yeah, First not day. if you're deeply pregnant though. Then maybe yeah. skip the beer. Yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah, don't do that unless you want to have some sort of problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have like a weird. Unless baby. that's what you're going for. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, you do you. <laughs> oh God. Oh, God. All right, we'll be back in a second. <laughs> the next story. Hey everybody, it's your old pal engineer Bob. Guess what? I'd never do anything like have a bunch of my friends kill you in your house. That's how nice I am. Hey, guess what? You should rate, review, and subscribe to our incredible podcast. I would like to thank our current news uh, raters and, write, and writer reviewers, uh, Stacy, Tasha, and Misty for sending in great reviews for the show. And if you have submitted a review to the show, you need to send us an email at podcast at gmail.com so that we can send you special gifts. And remember, when we hit 100 reviews, there's going to be an incredible giveaway. So get your reviews in now. I would also like to thank Tasha for submitting an incredible spooky story of her own. If you've got spooky stories you want to send us, please also send us an email, boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget that we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash boozebrews. We've got audio episodes. We just did a video episode where uh, Vanessa threw a bunch of crap at me about Mary Queen of Scots. A lot of fun. And I'd like to thank Ellie for becoming our new subscriber uh, at the Patreon. Yay! Patreon.com slash boozebrews. Also, we have a bunch of uh, social media websites where you can come and talk to us. We've got a Twitter at boozebrews. And we've got a Facebook at Who's in first? Then we got an Instagram at Who's in first podcast. Okay, I did everything as fast as I could possibly do. We can get back to the show now. <laughs> but the Snickers are good. Well, I have more thoughts about Snickers, guys. Yeah? They're not a good candy bar. I don't know why they've become like America's favorite candy bar. It's, it's not delicious. that good. Mm. It's not that good. It's the like Pizza Hut of pizza, of, of, of candy bars. It's like, it's fine. I'm just going to let you keep digging this hole That's with our fine. listeners. They know what I know. No, they, that yeah, they know delicious. that Snickers are that they're like, delicious. No, they're whatever, man. Don't <sighs> eat them. Superfluous. I, no, I see. I like. I like. A, I like something with a little bit of salty crunch. 
And that's why I like Snickers because the peanuts are salty and you get it with the chocolate and it's like that salty sweet. And I am a fan of that. And that is why it's I It's the like superior candy bar. Sneakers. No. Sup- no. Superior. Superior. It's bleh. I said it. I said it and I'm right. It's bleh. I said it and I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Here, do that. you have a story to tell us about I- some stuff? Have another murder victim house. Tell oh, me good. about a murder victim this house. This one is also in Los Angeles because we're known for murdering. Yeah. Sure, we're, we we're, love murder. Like, we went to fairly gruesome murders. Oh yeah, we went hard. Yeah, we went hard. So yeah. thank you, listener suggestion, by the way. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you about the Soden House. Oh, Raymond Soden. Yes. The Soden House, uh, which is located on Franklin Avenue in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles. I was going to say, is it by the Magic Castle? But it is not. No. No. Um, The house was built in 1926 by Lloyd Wright, Frank's son. He's actually, his name is Frank Lloyd Wright Jr., Jr. but he went by Lloyd. I was like, yeah, Frankie J. Frankie J., the younger F L W J Frankie the Younger. Frankie the Younger. Uh, and he built it for John Soden and his wife. Hence the name. Who okay. are the Sodens? Sodens? Are they famous? Um, so, well, first I'm going to tell you un poquito about Lloyd Wright. I'd love okay. to know about okay. him. Uh, Lloyd found himself in Southern California in 1915 because he actually was born in Wisconsin. Yay. And he just found himself here? He found himself. How did I get here? <laughs> he, he woke up. He, he went on a bender, woke uh, up in Southern California, yeah. and he's like, yep. I mean, the weather's nice. Got that drink. I'm gonna stay. Sometimes you get a drink at a bar with the wrong guy. You wake up in Markarth for no fucking yep, reason. Yeah, how did you get there? I mean, how did you get there? Yeah, fucking figure it out. What's the I fucking Wabajack doing here? I have played a lot of Skyrim lately, and it's all I can think about. Skyrim. I was about. The funny thing yeah. is, I was, I was, like, I was trying to get to that same fucking you joke. You don't have to pay the carriage to take you there. Then it's really far away from everything else. <laughs> yep. That's right. You can murder people, just push them into that waterfall, get rid of the bodies real quick. They'll never know. You don't get that bounty. Nope. (laughs) Anyway, so Lloyd moved to Southern California when the firm he was working for sent him to San Diego to assist with landscape design. So he was actually first a landscape designer. Okay. Before he became an architect. He was a lawnmower. He mowed the best lawns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did it for the Panama California Exposition in Balboa Park and the buildings and gardens that he helped design still exist. Oh, Balboa Park is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's huge. Yes. Love it. And they have a giant slide. That's a snack. Yeah. It's a snack. It's a snack. Snack. <laughs> and you go down. Snack. Like a snack. And snacking yourself. Snacking <laughs> it. Um, so it was in 1926 when Soden, who was a retired artist and photographer, uh, hired his buddy Lloyd, so they were friends, mm-hmm. to build him a quote unique home uh, where he could have the rights or who you go to for that yes if you want some weird shit (laughs) and and is this the Aztec house yes Mayan Mayan okay Okay. wrong but could you make a house that's entirely made out of triangles or some shit yeah so so, (laughs) I won't live inside pyramid but I won't be a mummy yet maybe you can make a pyramid out of shoes my name is Soden I'm a photographer. I want Retired a house, artist. I want a house that'll look good in pictures. I do watercolors. <laughs> Finger painting. Can you make a whole house out of water? No. In California, it might be hard. I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it out. You're an architect? 
Ah, squares. <laughs> no, so he wanted to have the house where he could have fun parties and put on plays because they had a lot of uh, silent on plays. Films. Oh my yes. god, the self-indulgent like nature of Los Angeles. Yes, oh my god. because this was in everyone come to my party and watch me. <laughs> no, 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 I've been so putting he, on a show. One man show. I wrote it myself. No, so he so didn't want senator, to. So he didn't want to actually do. He didn't want to be in the plays, but he wanted a place where all of his silent film friends could come and oh. they would. The pick the Oh, I was like, wait, is this an eyes wide shut situation? No. Fidelio. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that is funny to me every time. So anyway, the fun and unique home that Lloyd came up with is a Mayan revival style fortress. It's weird as shit. It is it's weird right as shit. It's Griffith Park. Yes. Oh, the old Mayan revival movement. Yes. yes. Uh, it was built using concrete textile blocks. Um, it has a cave. <laughs> it has a cave-like front entrance. What? A front gate with yeah. a sculpted uh, with sculpted copper doors and a narrow staircase that you need to climb in order to get into the house. So it's okay. like the super narrow staircase that you climb up into. I need to take into. you guys by the dinosaur house, um, by the way. All I rooms. Wa- okay. Okay. Uh, we'll there's, go there's, after this. I will go right there, now. There's a dinosaur house in our in Kind of nearest by, yeah. There's a uh, dinosaur house? I'll show you. Yeah. It's there's really a cool. castle in my neighborhood. Yeah, I told it you. It has yeah. a castle. So LA is sometimes fun with its, it's architecture. It's fucking weird. There's also a Wicked Witch house in my neighborhood. Hey, oh, Which yeah, is also fun. delightful. Yeah, we have one of those too. Um, so all rooms open into a 22 foot by 68 foot central courtyard that used to have a 32 foot long pool, which was taken out before 1940, uh, and water fountains that were destroyed by an earthquake oh, in no. 1933. Um, the front of the house also kind of resembles the mouth of a shark, which is why you also sometimes hear this house called the Jaws house. Housey shark, do 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 do. Housey shark, do do do. That's right. Chomp chomp shark, chomp chomp. Chomp. I'm making a hand Front motion. Yeah, what, what, chomp, chomp. What, what, what's the hand motion for house shark? It's very square. It's very, it's like a, yeah, it's a, no, sure, you more I mean, square. This looks more alligator-ish. I it agree is. with you. Crocodile? Uh, anyway, we're going to post, we'll post This is an audio pictures. podcast. I think it's this. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and yep, she threw something at Bob's face. Um, we'll post pictures so you can see this like Mayan revival. Yeah. Shocking uh, wasn't a very popular style. Yeah, it's really weird. weird. It's even it's so in LA, which has a bunch of weird fucking houses. Maybe we'll post pictures of all the weird houses yes. from our neighborhood. We really yeah. should. The, this house is weird. Yeah, it does kind of look like a Mayan temple sort of in the front, but then it's like a completely square house. Like yeah. Very, it has big gate too. Yeah. Big gate. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. Much gate. Like Much they're trying to keep me out of the house. <laughs> Not trying Not hard enough. <laughs> I got in there. I said, I heard there's a cave. <laughs> I heard you have a cave. Cave a bunch of mine. entrance. Done sacrificed <laughs> one of the natives on top of your house. Blood ritual. Tore the heart out. Done ate it. Gonna play basketball with those heads. Yeah. And now it rains in Los Angeles. You're welcome, America. Soden sold the house <laughs> in 1930. Uh, and it was sold three more times before being purchased by. Was its he like out of money? Was it like a, no? He just. I think it I was, was like. Was it a depression thing or no? No, no. Seems like a bad time to sell a house. He just got tired of this fucking weird ass house he, he had. Did. That's exactly <laughs> what I, like. I don't want to live in a pyramid anymore. People kept sort of making fun of it because yeah, it's fucking weird because it's weird. And this was 1926, and they're like, "All right, your house is fucking weird. You're weird. This is dumb." Would you like to come over to my house so and see a play? So he was like peer pressured into selling yeah. his house. So what he, do you mean you don't like the mine house? Sold it 1930. I've got a playroom. It's my mine house. It was sold three more times before being purchased by its most infamous owner, Dr. George Hodel. Hodel, Hodel, Hodel. No. Hodel. No one holds nothing. 
He doesn't hold no hold doors. Hold the door. He does not hold the door. Hold the door. He ushers people into their death. So what about this man? So Dr. Uh, Hodel was a physician who operated a VD clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so natural. And back alley abortions. Um, so oh, no. It's the house that gonorrhea built. <laughs> it is the house that gonorrhea built. So naturally, uh, he became friends with some of um, some of the Hollywood muckety mucks because he was in a VD clinic, and this yeah. was Hollywood in the nineteen. Oh yeah, man! 40s. Even all those famous is they're like mercury baths. Oh yeah, seams for the, oh, for the fucking herp. Yep, okay. um, that, that blue uh, that blue herpes juice. Remember Windex? Oh. Yes. <laughs> no, it was like mercury. It killed someone. That I don't. We re- talked about this in a past Oh, episode. I'm sure we did. And you know how much I remember? Zero. It was definitely your story. Oops. I drink a lot. I'm gonna find it. Please, I drink a lot. So forgive me <laughs> for not remembering. You drink a lot. I do. Uh, but anyway, so he became friends with some of his more famous patients, like director John Houston, mm-hmm. Angelica Houston's father. And oh, in, wow. Yeah, and I didn't in know that. Fact, Who also had gonorrhea. Oh, yeah, that's how they met. Because he had the VD. Whoops. Uh, in fact, Hodel married Houston's ex-wife, Dorothy, in 1940. Oh, wow. Yes. Are you done with him? <laughs> oh, I'll take her. Angelica, you've got a new mommy. <laughs> uh, and by all, ac- <laughs> by all She's accounts... She's only got a little bit of syphilis. Nah, 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 nah. Hodel was Don't a- worry, I've cured her herpes. <laughs> I, got, I got a shot for that. It's, it's fine. It's cured. It's totally Mercury cured. bath. <laughs> Steve that herpes right out of her vagina. That's right. <laughs> no, so glad you can eat off it. Which I like to do. Num 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 num. num. Uh, by all accounts, Hodel was a womanizing shithead. Oh, uh, I'm garbage. He had <laughs> four wives, uh, a couple common law wives slash not legal wives, women he just picked up and had children with. And to stay at uh, my house. And he had a butt ton of kids. Uh, he was ah, also I have kids in my butt. <laughs> he was also a daughter raper and most likely murderer. Oh no! Oh no! He was not a good man. This sounds like a bad dude. And then if you look at pictures of Hodel, he looks like Walt Disney. Oh, oh no! You know what? That tracks. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> the daughter raping. Uh, a, uh, yeah. Ask Nancy Disney. Oof. That was his niece. I don't know. I, I, a pillar I was like, of industry. It's not his daughter. I yeah, know. No, that's too many I was like, Nancy is back. like Roy's kid. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Um, but anyway, so he had a. T- <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care. Uh, so in 1949. Don't at her internet. She doesn't care. <laughs> Tamar Hodel. Uh, one of. Tamar? Tamar. I'm going to get to the Begenses. This is, there's a Begenses. My name is Tamar. Tamar. Tamar Hodel. Uh, ran away that from home. poor kid must have had the shit kicked out of him, her, her. them, they. Her. Yeah. In grammar school. My Tamar. name is Tamar Hodel. Tamar oh, your name's Tamar, is it? Well, prepare to get a punch in the face. Tamar Hodel. Punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she ran away from home and accused her father of raping and impregnating her. Oh. To which uh, she was given a back alley abortion. This oh, is very, by like, him? Because he's out. known for giving them? No. One of his friends was like, hey, my daughter has fallen pregnant. My daughter's vagina. <laughs> yeah. My daughter's vagina. Did I make it worse? <laughs> he you... wasn't haunted by it. He was actively seeing yeah. it. He's like, like, my daughter's vagina. Yeah. Huh. So he was excited about it. He was very excited about her. <laughs> my daughter's tits. And vagina. Uh, so no, he had My a... daughter's abortion. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Found it. There it is. Oh, I, found it. I found it just over the line. Uh, so anyway, he had a friend. Because uh, oh, if he'd done it himself, it would have been inappropriate. Yeah, more than impregnating his own child. Yeah. Yes. Well, go fuck it, but I won't clean up after I'm myself. I'm not gonna, Exactly. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? 
I have a vagina, I can make jokes. <laughs> You're breaking your bonnet. No, 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 no. Uh, so anyway, he was because arrested. Because of my hymen. <laughs> uh, well, George used to have sex parties, so that poor girl's hymen was broken by a lot of people. Oh, no. Yeah. Poor Tamar. Poor Tamar. Uh, so anyway, George was arrested uh, after telling police he had been, quote, delving into the mystery of, of love. His daughter's vagina. <laughs> of love and the universe. And the the daughter rape was, quote, unclear, like a dream. I can't figure out if someone is hypnotizing me or I am hypnotizing someone. So he didn't say, no, I did not have sex oh, with my daughter. Oh, he went on a spiritual walkabout he was that a, included yeah. daughter rape. Yes, so they yeah. were like, okay, you're under arrest. And he put what, a turkey baster of ayahuasca up his ass and fucked his daughter. What year is this? 1949. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. The swinging forties. So, Let's drop a bunch of LSD and fuck our daughters. So take that, Mister Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you can't do that in Nazi Germany. Because, oh, can you? Okay. <laughs> Master race. <laughs> because Hodel was wealthy. Uh, shockingly, he was acquitted mm. of the daughter rape. Um, it was thought, or it is thought, that he paid off one of the witnesses to the abuse uh, to change her story on the stand. So, therefore, it made it oh, look like bought, Tamar was lying. He bought the witnesses. Yeah. So, essentially, he bought Classic the witnesses. Classic rich white guy move. Yep. Yep. And then made Tamar look like a liar. Um, so, Poor he was acquitted. Girl. And, um, but it was because of this case, actually, <clears throat> that police started looking at Hodel as a suspect in a much more higher profile and gruesome murder that of Elizabeth Short, also known as the Black Dahlia. The Black Dahlia. Ooh. Yes. Um, so, backstory on the probably one of the most famous unsolved air quotes murders. I would say in Los Angeles. In I would Los say Angeles, Los Angeles' yeah. most infamous unsolved crime. Sure. Unsolved air quotes because yeah. Hodel Unless you it. get into the whole like Elisa Lamb thing, I feel like it's probably the most famous. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, unsolved slash probably solved. This guy probably did it. Anyway. In 1947, the naked body of 22-year-old Elizabeth Short was found in an empty lot. Her body was cut in half at the waist and her mouth was cut from ear to ear as like a joker smile. Mm. Wasn't it found by like a woman who was like pushing her daughter in yes. a stroller? Thought it was or a something mannequin. Terrible. It's never a mannequin. It was in the <laughs> Limert Park area of yeah. Los Angeles. That's the worst part of that story. Is like some little kid is like, "Look, mommy, a mannequin." Oh no, that's a super dead naked lady. That His is. vagina's <laughs> been opened up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. She. Yeah. It was. It was not good. It was not good. Um, pictures are available on the internet. Yeah. Again, do not recommend. Don't that you recommend go look at them. No. Um, so the LAPD um, was focusing on uh, known or suspected sex criminals because it was clear that she was sexually assaulted yeah. uh, from the gaping hole where her vagina used Did to be. Did they call Ice-T? Uh, this or, or was, was that... a little bit before SVU. Oh, okay. Like oh, one okay. or two years before. Oh, just checking. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they were focusing on sex criminals and in uh, Tamar's trial or in the trial of Hodel, she claimed her father was the Black Dahlia killer. Cool. So That's they were like, like a big swing. Yeah. Man. That yeah. is. She was that was a home run swing. Because that girl was kept for days and tortured. Yeah. They, they yeah. Ter- and then terrible things done to her dead yes. body. They made her eat poop. Yes. They made her eat poop. Bob, don't th- That's not funny, Bob. You trying to watch out that poop? It was the t- <laughs> Yeah. I, look. Get that I poop eat poop out. recreationally, and you know it's not that bad. No, they no, it's it's the way so you said <laughs> eat poop. It wasn't the felt like oh, eating poop. That's funny. Yeah. Like that's hysterical. No, um, so actually, because I think of we that, had a good laugh in one of the recent episodes about poop did. eating. We did about Mackinac Island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wife yeah. made me eat poop. <laughs> Four stars. Four, Four stars. stars. 
<laughs> See, so it is funny. So don't get mad at me. <laughs> it's hilarious. They like carved off part of her thigh and made her eat, eat her own, own skin. skin as well. Hilarious. Okay, that one doesn't make me laugh so much. <laughs> that doesn't track. Okay. That one, yeah, that one's That's not, not getting funny. me going. Um, so well, know where the line is. <laughs> And based on, uh, so the boys in the LAPD started investigating, and the fact that Ho- Hodel was a doctor, and they that looked at the sense. body, they thought and it they was were like a doctor or a butcher. I yeah, think very similar to Jack the Ripper. Exactly, because they're like it, the the way that the body was cut, it looked like somebody with some sort of medical knowledge uh, would have been responsible for that. And given the fact that Hodel was a physician, they were like, oh, yeah. interesting. And his, he was a gross raper man, and his and daughter he likes was to like murder vaginas. And yeah, with his a gross rapesman and vagina murderer. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, that's on his like CV. Eight people. Yeah. <laughs> rapesman, vagina murderer. So eight people who were interviewed also claimed that they had firsthand knowledge <laughs> of a relationship between Short and Hodel. Um. So this oh, was. Oh, I wonder if they met when she was like getting some sort of back alley abortion or something. No, they said that she may have been one of his girlfriends. Like that was at the sex parties. Like they claimed that they saw her at the house. The Daily Show. <laughs> it's funny every I'm so, time. so glad you I said it because I was about to. Fidelio. So this was enough circumstantial evidence <laughs> that the LAPD actually bugged Hodel's office in oh, early 1950. Wow. Um, transcripts. <laughs> the bug was like the size of a brick. Yeah, right. He won't notice it. He's not gonna know. Let's go to the gardens. So transcripts reveal Hodel just walked into his office. There's a new radiator in there one day. <laughs> There's just white woman in the corner with like a steno she's just, she's she's just gonna write she's out like everything over her like <laughs> I'm just a coat rack <laughs> and you just see like a little hands meow I'm a house cat meow <laughs> nothing to say when did we get the writing cat <laughs> so lick lick meow house cat <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wait for you to be pouring liquid into your mouth and then you're like I want to say something funny uh, so transcript review reveal Hodel talking about illegal abortions, giving payoffs to law enforcement, and his possible involvement in the deaths of Short and his secretary, Ruth, who was found dead in 1945. So he, But not enough to, like, overturn, like, the talking about him paying off witnesses wasn't enough to reopen the Tamar stuff. No, because double jeopardy. Oh. Right. Ah, fucking double jeopardy. God damn you. I yeah. Ba-bum, 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 ba-bum. So anyway, um, the transcript um, also seems to have recorded a woman being assaulted. Oh, fun. Fun. Followed by the sounds of digging and later. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just like, where is this bug that he's digging? (laughs) It's like under a table. It's like huge. Where are you digging? He's digging a hole to bury the fucking body. But like, in his office. Like, but, this is in the basement. Oh. oh, okay. I was like, they bugged the garden? Like, yeah. where is he digging? Sorry. Did not. Uh, we got to get the inside scoop on this abortion doctor, see? We better put the bug in the garden outside. In the basement, because this oh. is apparently where a lot of these sex parties and stuff would happen. Like, oh, according to Tamar, so. sex parties. Yeah, in the basement. Yeah. Um, it's the mud. You get mud vagina, and it's, <laughs> it's very fun. cleansing. Some people want to get fun. a little dirty. Yeah. It's like about Christina time for my Aguilera. arrival. I was like, that's why X-Tina comes. <laughs> we all got there. Get dirty. We all got there. Um, so anyway, and then they also picked up a phone call later because I think they had bugged his telephones. Okay. Um, his garden and, phone. His, his yes, garden phone. Called, picked up his garden phone. Um, and they had... These perennials just aren't staying alive. The following gem. Also, he was, abortion. He was talking to a friend of his in Germany, and he says... Hitler? Hitler? <laughs> 
Nine, no, Hitler was dead. Okay. TBD I, or I Argentina, we depending on what we've heard. No, we're now in the late, more 1950. Oh, okay. Oh, um, Hitler Jr. Hitler <laughs> Hitler Youth. Yeah. Um, so he, they picked up the following. Supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia. They can't prove it now. Oh, God. That's, oh, my God. I mean, they can't talk to my secretary <laughs> anymore because she's dead. They thought... That's not what he sounded like, by the way. They thought there was something fishy. <laughs> anyway, now they may have figured it out. Killed her. Maybe I did kill my secretary. Didn't arrest him. Oh, my God. Have all of this! That's so Robert Durst. Like, killed them all, of course. I killed them all, of course. Totally. And um, Jesus Christ. In April 1950, supposedly... Well, because if he's already... That's circumstantial. Because I could stand up and be like, Very. I killed the Black Dahlia. Yes. Like, a lot of people actually... Um, yeah, confessed. people crazy. People, also, people come to LA to be famous. Yes, that's so one way to be tons famous. Tons yeah. of people confessed, and then they're like, "No, this but is man not trial. Find out for yourself." No, so what yeah, ended man, up man, happening yeah. was in April 1950, um, supposedly Hodel was about to be arrested for the murder of Elizabeth Short, and he noped out of the country. Oh, uh, and he really? noped out and didn't come Germany? back. Uh, no, to the Philippines. Uh, first he oh, went to Hawaii. Sex trafficking. Yes. Oh. So first he went to Hawaii because Hawaii was not a state yet. Mm-hmm. So it was considered another country. So mm-hmm. he fled to Hawaii, had a common law wife that he knocked up, had some kids. Because he has God, a lot of those. Of all the atrocities we've done to Hawaii. I know. Sorry. Yeah. We have to add that to the list. And then he <laughs> went to the Philippines where he lived and he did not return to America until 1990. So he was gone for 40 years. He got tired of those little and brown it, buttholes. Yeah. Um, but he was more into the vagina. A little tiny 13-year-old Filipino. I don't know. Vaginas. Maybe he grew as a person. Yeah. Oh, to buttholes? Yeah. A man can change. Graduated at assholes? Yeah. People change. People change. Um, no, and so he came back in 1990, and he died in San Francisco in 1999. Oh, And they were just like, whatever, he's old, we're not going to bother anymore? Yeah. Well, it was funny. I don't know if, like, the transcripts were lost or anything, but it wasn't until Steve Hodel, George's son, who was a, is a retired LAPD officer, wrote a book about it. I don't he know what year he wrote. My dad, my dad did my it. My dad did it. Yes, the O.J. Simpson story. <laughs> Turns out George Hodel also killed Anna, uh, Nicole Simpson. Uh, was Anna, Anna Nicole, Nicole Smith. Smith. I Anna almost Nicole said Smith. the same thing. <laughs> I was like, no, her name's Nicole Simpson. Nicole Brown Simpsons. I got it. It's in my head. You, did, you anyway, had it. Um, no, so he wrote a book and at that time that's when a lot of this started picking back up again and Steve Lopez who is an LA Times um, writer to this day he also he's great, went back by the way. through yeah he's fantastic he also went back through old LAPD files and stuff and he's the one who found the transcript <laughs> that's of crazy. them being like suppose I did kill her and it's just like how did how was this man never arrested well because you wonder how many people at that point when those transcripts were were created. You wonder how many people a week were being like, I killed but Black I, Dahlia. But yeah. here's the thing. I guess it's like one of those where if they had enough evidence to bug him because they thought, yeah, he might have had something to do with this. And then you have these gems. I, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, he was never arrested. He was never tried. No one was ever arrested. No one was ever tried for the murder of Elizabeth Short. No, no one has been um, to this day. Probably never will be. No. Yeah, because he's... he's Everything he was in is, the Philippines. Everyone is long dead at this point. He was point. in the Philippines looking for buttholes. Um, so anyway. He found him. He found him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Steve wrote I've gone a book. from abortion doctor to butthole miner. Steve wrote a book on it. Steve also <laughs> <I> thinks. <laughs> Steve also thinks. <laughs> George. <laughs> is, I'm a little bit embarrassed about that. That was very good. But uh, Miss the younger Hodel also thinks his father, in addition to killing his secretary and Elizabeth Short, seems to think he was the lipstick killer. 
Um, which oh, I, th- I don't know about that. Who that? We should look into. I think it was a man was convicted. He confessed, but then he later recanted, and but he was still uh, very common. Yeah, um, it was in Chicago. I don't know too much about the lipstick, but yes, he was apparently the lipstick killer. And then Steve also did he live tri- in Chicago for a while? They think what ended up happening was he would come back into the country quickly. You know what I mean for like weekend trips to murder. This oh, is what Steve oh, is yeah. claiming, like a weekend murder trip. Yeah, yeah. he was like, oh, you know what? I want to go to Chicago and kill people. Um, Steve also seems to think that George was the Zodiac killer. Sure. Oh, sure. Okay. So George is crazy. So George be crazy. Okay. Okay. Um, But yeah, this is all what Steve has based on, you know, when George died, he inherited a lot of his father's stuff. And so in going through his dad's notes, letters, blah, 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 he seems to have formulated this thought and he wrote it in his book. So there is a book by Steve Hodel. Um, Tamar was is Tamar Steve's sister? Yes. Okay. Half sister. They have different moms. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, no, Tamar um, ended up having a daughter that she gave up for adoption. And the rumor is that this daughter is also Dr. Hodel's biological daughter. So she is her own oh, aunt. Oh, very Chinatown. Yes. Ew. Um, but my father. My, my daughter. My daughter. My daughter. Um, but no, so she was given up for adoption. Her name, her given name, I think on her birth certificate was Fauna Hodel. And I believe um, George was listed as her father on the birth certificate. to be. Uh, do you know that <laughs> television series that TNT was pressing hard for called, God damn it, it had Chris Pine in it. And it was Into oh, the Night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're so talking about. So that is about. supposedly based on this uh, about fauna um, interesting the story is about her and tamar and <clears throat> how uh they think george hodell may have been the black dolly killer like it talks into that whole thing so <laughs> i have not watched this mini series killed anyone else besides the yeah black dahlia and his secretary and maybe some yeah they might the think that there's somebody yeah they might think that there's a body's buried in the basement according to steve he's like let's dig up that basement we've done like scans and there looks like there's something buried but no, nothing's ever been excavated hmm. and he, now it's a private family, residence oh, i was like does that family still own the house or does no. a different family own it now? bunch of different people have owned the house is that place um, haunted as shit somebody owns it now now here's the thing uh the begenses visited and they seem to think it is haunted none of the current owners or past owners have ever said anything about like yeah this is haunted do you have but any dark it, spirits not really but not any they, dark energies did they try screaming at the ghost yeah, yeah. No had they ever antagonized oh, the ghost you know loudly ghost adventures did and i'm here to tell you about it tell me, so about, it. This, tell me about it so the only like i said the only stories i could find are from the beginses sure. so anyway here we go um First of all, sorry, I had like a brain fart and I was That's lost fine. where I was. Okay. It happens. Um, starts and he's like nearly jizzing himself because he gets to talk to Steve Hodel. He's like, I get to talk to Steve Hodel in the in the Soden house. And like, he's like all excited Whatever. and he's sure. freaking out about loves it. loves Los Angeles. Yeah, he really does. I think it's part of why he bought the La Bianca house. I think oh, yeah. he literally just wants to live in it. Yes. Could be. And then um, they talk to Fauna Hodel. So she is there as well. Oh, so um, we know who she is. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's she's trying to live up on that fame. Like, she's oh, trying to get that I was. Paper. I assumed she was like adopted out, changed her name, became she like She changed a, it back. Hmm. Yes. I was like, she's she's Marilyn Monroe. I yes. Like, she's someone else. She is now Raquel Welch. Um, <laughs> no, and so in this, uh, her name is Tamar, but uh, Begenzas keeps calling her Tamar because sure. that's what he does. Yeah. Um, so during Does he talk Fernando. 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 So during the 60s and 70s, the house apparently was vacant and Tamar broke in oh, what to revisit. 
Oh, this is 12. So he's oh, full, full spider eyes. Full spider eyes. No Prism Nick, glasses. Full spider eyes. Okay. Billy is involved. Billy, spider in fact, eyes. has a moment. Um, so anyway, <laughs> it, during this time period in the 60s and 70s, the house was vacant. Tamar broke in and uh, she I get, to visit or something. Just she went into the basement. Yeah. And that is where like she claimed <laughs> to have seen an apparition of a woman in the basement. But it was not Elizabeth Short. But there was a woman sh- that she oh, ran into. A maybe spirit in the basement. Yeah, could, could be. The secretary. Um, digging noises. There was <laughs> dot, also dot, dot, digging noises. Dot, dot, dot. Unexplained static. I got that. Oh, God. Unexplained um, Loud, unexplained noise. Thank you. Fucking hate that. So there is also apparently a negative energy in the house that you can feel. Um, while they were doing their interviews with Fauna, um, she apparently was like i would feel sick and then she they both go do you feel it and then they held up like their hands to each oh, other like they were a in a talk force field mimey thing mm, yeah that's it was what a she's total, doing with her hands yeah she was There's like very like field. push the bad energy away yeah, yeah. <clears throat> shoulder presses um so yeah she's claimed that like you know when she went to visit the house the first time there's this negative energy that made her feel sick she had to leave um they also had a psychic uh go to the house a couple times and they have her on the show as well is it dead debbie uh, it is not dead oh, Debbie. She's, she's not a psychic. Yes, she's already dead. Yes, she is already dead, Debbie. She is a ghost in the best. She's a ghost in the basement. Um, and she, the first time this psychic visited the home, she walked in and also felt this presence and was like physically pushed into a wall. So whatever oh, wow. badness like pushed her. Um, so they brought her back. Um, and they were like, "You want to go in the basement? I want you to go by yourself. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna have this I was like, camera." I was like, Aaron, Aaron had to go in the basement. <laughs> They had, so what they did was they had one camera guy, just the regular camera guy, so it wasn't Aaron, Billy, or anybody. They had, like, her little thing, and she had her little dowsing rods. And oh, my God. They stuck her the in the basement, and she was just, like, freaking out immediately. She's like, there's so much negative energy here. I feel all of this, and I feel, like, pressure, and I feel, like, you know, suffocating. And all I right. she was done. So. I feel terrible, and then there was unexplained static. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they decided that that was a good idea. And then, so once we have this experience with the psychic, where she's like, I feel presence in the basement, they decide we're going to smash cut and go on a tour of Los Angeles. Because Let's that's because he Zach loves Los Angeles. Did he go on a bus tour? Did he, did he see dog? Ozzy Osbourne's house? No. Well, they decided to go on the. Um, there is a. It's called like Esoteric or some shit like that. Sure. But there's like a bus tour that does an Elizabeth Short trip, oh, and they go I was on like one. A, I was like a dearly departed tour. Kind of yeah. Do. So he did. He went there. They went on the whole. This is where she was last seen. This is where she lived. We went to the Biltmore. So anyway, I was like, they just go to the Biltmore. They go to the Roosevelt. They go. They, go they to just the, make you buy a bunch of sixteen dollar cocktails. Yes. So <laughs> they end up in this room in the Figueroa Hotel. Okay. And Zach cannot say Figueroa to save his life. Figueroa. Nope. Figueroa. Figiora. 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 And the woman's like, it's the aura that's kind of like a fig. She's like, no. Figiora. 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 Give us a figiora. Give us a figiora. It's like when uh, when Siri tries to give you directions to any street in Los Angeles. Yep. That's exactly (laughs) what it was. (laughs) Rossiena. That's it. So anyway, once that we have like this bus tour of Elizabeth Short, we're going to go back to the house. Finally, now we're getting to the fucking investigation. Investigation starts. There's a seance. Uh, The media. Great idea. Multiple freakouts. Like she's shaking. They have this like bullshit like computer program where words are supposed to just pop up. Sure. Familiar with that one. Ghost computer. Ghost computer. And like apparently kept saying that the spirit, a malignant spirit kept entering the psychic and she was like freaking out and everyone's like I'm like cold bro do you feel it bro 
Um, Any demonic shit? Yeah, so it was like evil. And, they, and then once like, so this one person was like, my name is Peggy. I don't know who Peggy sure, is. Sure, classic Peggy. Um, Peg but and then whistle. he decides to. <laughs> Peg and <yes>. whistle. <laughs> Bless you, dear. Thank you. So he decides, I'm going to show a picture of Dr. Hodel to the psychic who immediately starts having a freak out. Like, oh, I'm so scared. And he, I'm just like. Okay, it's Walt You look Disney. at the picture, it's actually Burt Reynolds. It was Walt Disney. <laughs> um, so anyway, they have an investigation where they see nothing. They do nothing. Zach gets scared and like jumps a fucking mile and then tries to blame <laughs> it on like a ghost. Aaron in front yeah. of him. He, he like, he was in a room setting up some camera. Has had to have been a ghost. And there was some ghost or if something happened and like, it, oh, he heard Aaron in the next room and he wasn't expecting to hear Aaron talking to like come at me like do an EVP session Zach jumped like a fucking mile and like ah! and then had to be like I felt a surge of energy in my chest no, it wasn't that I heard my friend talking yes. and I'm a baby cause I'm a big fucking child um so anyway he kept trying to be like it's Elizabeth and George in the house no there was no proof there is no right. proof that it was right. either Elizabeth well, or Elizabeth George Elizabeth is definitely not buried in the house yeah. no she so is that we are certain that yeah. for sure um, they send Billy in by himself he tries to talk to the spirit but then he gets all aggro because I think this is one of Billy's first episodes uh, he's, he's like, like I really gotta make oh, an impression on the boss yeah. so he starts, go big or go home Billy yep. Yes. yep he went big and then he was like I was just ah, and he like wigs out starts screaming at like nothing and then it's like I gotta leave so he goes out and then Zach has to like check on him and he's just like I was just so filled rage i'm like no you weren't you realize you were making a fucking ass of yourself it's like that random cameraman in, in zach's movie who gets all angry in the yeah. hotel room after yes. being in the house and <laughs> they he like walks angrily down the hallway <laughs> yes god and then he, we, yeah, he was like this is how you do it right you just get mad on you just film get mad and you and yell at people a lot you yell yeah. at people or ghosts Girl or whatever ghost. they also use the bullshit stick figure machine they claim to uh, see a body over the tub i don't sure, get that thing sure. which they're like it's dr hodell um a lot of leprechaun so then it ends so anyway is box. the house haunted maybe Maybe. Um, it would like make I said, sense if it was. Yes. But like I said, the current owners report nothing. You don't find any information on it other than ghost hunters and ghost adventures. So take that with a grain of salt. There you and go. there you have it. Which brings me to my beer, um, which Mine's I picked. Much fun. Yeah, that's um, good. Negra Modelo from Cerveza Modelo. And I thought Negra means black. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's fantastic. And Modelo is a very California and it's medium beer. medium bodied, just like Elizabeth Short was. <laughs> well, that's all that's left. Is that's about all that's left, left is about half of it. So. Yep. <laughs> about half. Um, and it slow roasted caramel malts brewed for a rich, smooth taste. It's delicious. Like poop. Like just poop. like poop that she was forced just, to eat um just boil your poop you got a good wart and then yeah, you can that's a great wart put some yeast so anyway, in there it's 5.4 percent. it's delicious there's it is, nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with this beer it it's, is beer flavored beer it's great i like the mexican lager i like it better than a normal modelo for like a normal modelo on a very hot day it's like great. sitting outside it's yeah. great that this is a has great a, california beer this has a little bit more flavor yeah and i appreciate it a little bit more just yeah. a little bit more to it yeah it's yeah good. it's a good go-to i usually prefer a modelo with a regular modelo with my hamburgers as we were discussing earlier but this is a very good yeah beer. yeah there's I nothing wrong like with this beer so yeah, it's a good baseball beer. Hell Great yeah. baseball beer. Well, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Melissa wins because she likes Snickers. Thanks for listening. <laughs> get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Go outside. Uh -huh. Find a switch. Okay. Come back. Will do. <laughs> I'm about to hit your testicles. <laughs> pick a switch. Come back. I'm going to Adrian Peterson the shit out of you. <laughs> this has been the Booze and Bruce oh. podcast. <laughs> come back next right. week. I'll come back next, and my, after my testicles have been flayed. They'll be booze and bruise. Maybe not Engineer Bob. Who knows? Find <laughs> out. Till then. Cheers. Cheers.